Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on The Rub. If you're having a party and you're doing potluck, make sure that you tell people what, some idea of what to bring. Bring a dip. Bring a dessert. Bring something for the main course, bring or you know a, a heavier course, because if you just say, "Oh, bring something," you may end up with you know twenty cheese trays, and you don't want to do yeah. that. So. <laughs> you know how to do a fatty. You've done oh, it yeah. times before. A, a totally. Breakfast sausage wrapped in a lattice work of bacon. Throw some barbecue rub on it. Smoke it for two three hours. Glaze it up some sauce. Pull it off. Just slice it real quick. Put it on a biscuit and then cover that biscuit in gravy. You and, and sold, sold, sold. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, it's going to be our grand opening, uh, <laughs> grand opening fatty right there. I do not like olives. I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of the few things I don't like. I don't like olives. I don't like tomatoes. Like like fresh sliced tomatoes. I, first, I'm just crazy. How like did that. you and I end up doing this show together? I'm trying to figure that one bacon. out because I love to. Okay, bacon. bacon. It. Then how do you eat a BLT? Bacon, bacon is what did it. Bacon. <laughs> we're we're bacon brothers. We're brothers in bacon, Jennifer. Come <laughs> I mean, come on here. From the backyard to competition cooking, this is a show about barbecue, grilling, recipes, and more. This is the rub. And now from Memphis Barbecue Supply, here's Jimmy Shotwell. This is the show that's all about barbecue, grilling, and competition cooking. And I promise, Jimmy's around here somewhere. I'm Forrest Goodman. We're in the studios of 600 WREC and 92.1 FM in Memphis, Tennessee. Home of the world's best barbecue. Coming up, we dedicate our show to the Super Bowl, where it's all about wings and hot dogs and dips and so much more. Jennifer Biggs is with the Daily Memphian and has some tips, plus her favorite recipe. Brad Orison from The Shed, a famous restaurant in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and an award-winning competition team, has his big game advice, plus updates us on a big state cook-off association event that he recently hosted. And, uh, wait a minute, where's Jimmy? Is is he is he still out back smoking stuff, getting ready for the big game? I'm sure that's where he is, you know, and if he were in here, I would share some interesting facts with him, but instead he's doing what he loves to do, but he is going to be in studio here with me in just a moment as we prepare for the Pats against the Rams. So how about some food facts before we jump into this show? Did you know 1.3 billion chicken wings will be consumed Sunday and I don't know how many of those Jimmy's smoking right now. 10 million pounds of ribs will also be consumed, and maybe Jimmy's smoking some of those. 52 million cases of beer. There's going to be a lot of staggering folks out there. And, oh, by the way, 8 million pounds of guacamole. Even though I wonder about that because some media is reporting that there's a Mexican fuel shortage, and that affects the availability of avocados, which means a guacamole shortage here in the country no matter what you do this weekend get out there enjoy it with friends and family and you know of course be responsible and all of that good stuff too and of course we're glad that you have the rub right here with you now come on jimmy come on in the studio let's get started because we've got a great way 
to get this show kicked off. Talking food, talking Super Bowl, talking all kinds of party favors. Jennifer Biggs with the Daily Memphian is here. This is the biggest Rotel Dip Day of the world, I'm guessing. <laughs> Don't you think? I yeah. mean, and and who doesn't love it? I mean, truthfully, yeah. This is this is a junk food day, and but it's. But it doesn't have to, that doesn't mean that it has to be bad food. Junk food doesn't mean bad food in this case at all. It's a lot of snacky food. And, you know, a lot of, uh, for lack of a better word, a lot of manly food. You'll, you'll see a lot of chili and gumbo and food like that when you get around uh, Super Bowl parties this weekend. We always I laugh think- because, you know, the Super Bowl party, and, and I don't have one at my house, but me and a buddy of mine from high school, we're still great friends today. And as the years have gone on, the Super Bowl party shrank. And, you know, before kids... It was a lot of folks, and now with kids, it's really just my family and his. But we still seem to make the same amount of food that we always did when the house was crowded. That's my family. We haven't realized that our family is not what it used to be. And it's just, we have someone getting married, you know, this spring, and we're talking about all the food. And I said, what? Stop it. Do you really remember how much food we always have left over? People have to learn at some point. You've got to, you know, count your people and, and do it. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're sort of a, a people of excess in this country and certainly in the South when it comes to food. You want to make sure everybody has enough. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Everybody has to have plenty. That's right. What, what so are what some, y'all, you're doing barbecue, I'm guessing. Well, I, I'll probably do some... I've got some pulled pork in the deep freeze that I've saved. I'll probably do some barbecue nachos out on the table. But my favorite thing is do like a hot sausage and mushroom dip. Definitely do like a hot sausage and mushroom dip. Like you were talking about finger food, dip kind of food. Heavy right. food that, that's something that you can munch on but still watch the commercials and have a great time with. I know a lot of people, I've gotten several invitations for parties, and people are doing – here's a couple of ways you do your standard Super Bowl party. And I've actually never had one at my house. But I, tend, I go to one, you know, at least – I may not go to one every year, and some years I may go to a couple others. So sometimes they're themed. You pick your your team, and you bring a dish. They're potluck, and you bring the dish. Sometimes some people just want to do all the food, and, you know, you bring a bottle or you bring, you know, wine, beer, whatever. And I think that – I think either works well. I'm, I am a fan of potluck in general because I think it makes – it makes it easier, and it gives people a chance to use, you know, to bring their favorite thing. But I would say this. If you're having a party and you're doing potluck, make sure that you tell people what, some idea of what to bring. Bring a dip. Bring a dessert. Bring something for the main course bring, or, you know, a, a heavier course. Because if you just say, oh, bring something, you may end up with, you know, 20 cheese trays, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> so that I mean, you, you could, you know. Yeah. And that's something that... Um, if you can make a little theme and say we're going to do, like some people are doing this year, they're doing all New Orleans food because they're they're eating in protest of that's right of the of the no call right. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, you you Nothing. last weekend there was a little shindig over at the second line. Um, yes, I was there. It was great. I saw some of the pictures of uh, sh- the chef and everybody having a great time. And I think the Lofton Yards this weekend is having a little shindig. Same thing, kind of a protest to the no call uh, down in New Orleans. Now, maybe we should right. do that. I could get because I can get into Cajun food. In years past, Jennifer, when when the Patriots have been there, which have been a lot, uh, one year I did chowder. You know, I did a, a New England themed right. uh, type of dish. I don't know if I'll do that this year, but now that Cajun theme for in protest to New Orleans, that sounds like that may catch on a lot of places. Crawfish bisque huh. or, yeah. or or gumbo oh, yeah. or something like that. Oh man, that'd Mercy. be good. Well, I, in fact, the dish I'm taking to the 
parties I'm going to this year, I'll, I'll make up. I'm take, going to two different parties, and I'm the, I've decided, and we'll have another thing for you also. Remember, if you decide to go with Los Angeles, let's detour for just a minute. Los Angeles has been around. If you don't want to do, if you're going with the Rams and you don't want to do uh, L.A. food, do St. Louis food. They were in St. Louis for yes. know, 15 years or something, so you can always go that route. So too, I can borrow something from the hill in St. Louis? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. You can do toasted ravioli. Oh. You can do, you know, Provel pizza. You could do whatever, uh Whatever you want to do, if it's St. Louisy, go with that and say, "Yeah, I don't feel like doing." Uh, I'm going I'm to protest a little bit. I'm going to go back to the old Rams instead there, of the, there you go. the Los Angeles Rams. But I'm taking uh, my muffalata nachos. Oh Ooh, no, what's what that? Oh, these are great, guys. So I just I start with a layer of Zaps chips, and I usually just put these on a cookie sheet and kind of spread them out. You know. I mean, not like a single layer, but, you know, maybe two bags of chips. And you can do whatever flavor you want. I usually do, like, the regular and the voodoo, I think, is the spicy chip. But I have to see them in front of me. But I do two bags of chips. On top of those chips, I'll put, uh, you heat the oven up, and you'll put a cheese sauce. And you can make, I mean, you could actually just use Rotel dip if you wanted to, but I don't. I just make a little white cheese sauce um, with some like some mozzarella and some, you know, white cheddar, melt it, make a little roux, melt it like you were making macaroni and cheese. But, again, it's fine if you just wanted to do um, melt some Velveeta. You'll be okay, too. Then start layering it. Chop up ham, salami, um, some prosciutto, the kind of meats that you would find on muffalettas. Put the uh, olive salad on top of all that and then put uh, put cheese, provolone cheese, on top of everything else. More mozzarella salad on, I mean, then heat it and then top it with more of that olive salad. That's it. Put it under the uh, under the broiler, get it all hot and gooey. It's delicious. Oh, wow. I mean, the Zapps chips right there are just something that's, it's a New Orleans kind of chip. It's a nice, right. great flavor, yeah. crunchy, and then you've got all that flavor of the, the, the cheese and the, the meats. And, man, okay, that's something that I may have to try out and surprise on the family. Uh, the only thing I don't like about Muffalata is the olive uh, spread that they put on there. Oh, uh, this is my favorite part. But I, I, can, I can suffer through it. For yeah. all that ham and prosciutto and salami and cheese, and I, I'll suffer through it. Okay. I'll, I'll deal with it. Do you not like olives? Is that the deal? Yes, I do not like olives. I did not know that. Yeah, that's one of the few things I don't like. I don't like yeah. olives. I don't like tomatoes, like like fresh sliced tomatoes. I, for, I'm just crazy. How like did that. you and I end up doing this show together? I'm trying to figure that one bacon. out because I love to. Okay, bacon. bacon. It. Then how do you eat a BLT? Bacon, bacon is what did it. <laughs> we're, we're bacon brothers. We're brothers in bacon, Jennifer. I mean, come on here. Then how do you eat a BLT if you don't eat tomato? I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll eat a LT. You just eat a BL. I, I just that's just yeah, yeah BL. I'm just a BL. You're four. <laughs> to me, you, you got to have the B T. I can do without the L, but I can't do without. I mean, you got to have the B, and you have to have the T. It's got to, as soon as the tomatoes are ready, just give me a B T, and I'm okay. Yeah. If I don't have um, lettuce, just brings crunch to it. It doesn't bring flavor. to I got to admit, so. if I had to choose, I want all three. But if I had to choose, I'd take the tomato over the lettuce. I learned something new. Jimmy and I've been doing this show forever, and we've been friends forever, and I learned something new. Uh, every day you know jennifer i think another tip to to pass along to people who are listening that are trying to hear at the last minute to come up with an idea is so many times we try to get extravagant in what we're doing sometimes you can just keep it simple and it's just as good just a simple dip uh, a simple uh, dessert uh, something like that and it can still be a fan favorite there's no re- you don't have to go overboard if you don't want to 
course you don't. Well, if particularly if you're doing all the food yourself, look, that's a lesson. You know, you you learn with with age. Don't stress yourself out so much before your party that you can't have any fun. And don't do something that's going to keep you in the kitchen when your guests are there. Have things that are together before you end up, uh, before everybody's ready to sit down and you're working all night because that's no fun. I mean, it's no fun for you. Why do you want to go through that much trouble? Go to somebody else's party if that's what you're going to do and relax. (laughs) Seriously. No, you're right. You know, that's – I want to tell you something, Jimmy, though, on the – uh, if you don't like olives, I have an alternative for you for Ooh. the olive salad. They use this on the muffaletta over at Valley's uh, Italian Rebel. Instead of olive salad, he does marinated mushrooms and onions Ooh. and marinates them in, in vinegar and, and oil. And so you get that tang, but you don't have the olives. You could try it that way. Yeah, I love mushrooms and the onions and marinated. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, that's something I'm going to have to try then. Yeah. yeah, and you know you can buy those little three packs. I mean, there, it's a three, it's a pack, but it'll have three different kinds of Italian meats. Buy one of those packs, slice it all up, you know, into slivers, bite-sized things, and then some ham, and then your cheeses and stuff. That's it's an easy dish because you can assemble it. Even if you're somebody else's kitchen, you just say, "I need your broiler for for ten minutes." Yeah, and you know. Now, Jennifer, at a five minutes. At a Super Bowl party, do you mainly want to deal with the little snacks and the finger foods, or do you try to go and find something, at least for a main course, that's a little heavier? I know a lot of ribs are consumed this weekend, chicken wings, that sort of thing. They are, and burgers, or, you know, Dogs, or yeah. something like uh, you know, things that are still easy enough. Remember, most people are probably going to want to eat during halftime. I mean, they're going to snack during the game, and then they may want something a little heartier during halftime. There's usually a lot of alcohol consumed, so you want to make sure there's enough food to soak that up. You don't want, you know, your guests... Um, sloppy you want to be able to hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To feed them, too. Um, and keep that in mind. You know, feed them those kind of uh, burgers. Uh, barbecue sliders would be fine. I mean, you'd love to do barbecue. Just make them smaller so they can still, you know, get enough on a plate but without having a big old burger. Gumbo, again, a real good one. Chili's real good. Um Put all the stuff out to go with the chili, um, you know, the cheese, the onion, the sour cream, all that kind of stuff. Clam chowder this year, yeah, it'd be yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Lobster rolls if you want to. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you, but yeah. that's, that's the thing to do for <laughs> yeah. sure. 
I wonder if there's a lobster roll nacho. I bet, I bet there is. You've got to figure out how to do that. Anything can be made into to nachos. For yeah, sure. and you can find any recipe on the internet. Google is your friend most of the time. Now, most of those recipes are questionable, but Google is your friend. Now, I have to say, everything that Forrest mentioned and you mentioned, majority of all those main main foods... Finger. When I say finger foods, you don't need a fork to eat them. Those ribs, the wings, the burgers, the sliders, all that right there. And that's the thing I always love about Super Bowl is everybody gathers around, you get a plate, you load it up, and there's no fork really needed. I mean, you can have a fork, but there's no fork needed. You sit there and you eat with your hands, you have fun, you socialize. I think that's one of the biggest things about Super Bowl parties is that everybody gets together and has fun. Right. You watch the commercials. You a lot of people don't pay, pay attention to the game. Yeah, you probably half the folks there are paying attention to the game. Yeah. And and even then, they're just paying attention to see if that team got beaked right. or that nice well, play. And some yeah. are just there for the commercials. I mean, honestly, yeah. some parties I go to, TVs are in multiple rooms, and this room's kind of commercial devoted, and this one's for the game. You know, just you, you pick your room or, you know, go between them if you want to. I mean, the, everything's showing everywhere, but... But, I mean, do you, do you have any interest in this Super Bowl? I don't. I do. I mean, I really don't. I, I, do it's, you? it's football. And, and, and it is. And I, and I tell you, I'm not a Brady hater. I'm not a New England Patriots fan. I'm a long-suffering Raiders fan. But <laughs> I, I respect and admire Tom Brady, and, and I think it's a pleasure. I know a lot of people are Brady haters. But I think, I, I mean, I think it's a, a pleasure. And, and to be quite honest, pretty neat that we're getting to watch maybe one of the greatest ever play right now in our lifetime. And so, you know, I, I don't have a dog in the hunt this weekend. I just want a good football game. And I'm and well, I'm there and I'm there to see Gotti for for University of Memphis. Yeah, yeah, we kicker. got that Memphis I, connection with New England. Too. That's it. You're right. L. A. I don't care. Like you talked about for Jennifer about them moving out of St. Louis to L. A. Right. I, I really don't care about L. A. The Rams anymore. The Patriots. Yeah, it's a story and everything. But Gotti's about the only thing I want to see there. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, we do have that connection here at Memphis. We well, do. Have. I'm only mildly interested in the game because of. You know, the outcome with the Saints. And I'm not even, I mean, you know, I'm a Saints fan if I'm any kind of fan. I'm not really sure. a big football fan. But, yeah, I mean, that would that would be my team. I mean, they, if the Patriots are America's team, the Saints are heaven's team. I mean, that's <laughs> you, you know, you have to, you got to go with that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for them. But when I was reading, so I wrote the story about what happened at the second line. Again, I know nothing about football, so I thought, well, I better look up and see if, you know, what conference the Saints play in anyway, which I got wrong, but luckily, uh, you know, a sports editor caught that and fixed it for me. The So I was reading about uh, the guy who who ran the, uh, who hit um, Tommy Lee Lewis. Yeah. When he, you know, he, one that didn't get the call. And I thought, well, gosh, I mean, this this uh, Nickel Roby Coleman with the Rams, he's tiny. He's 5'8", 180 pounds, and he's got this great backstory. I mean, this, you know, kind of tragic life and, you know, promising his mother on his deathbed that he would go to college, on her deathbed, he would go to college and he would play NFL ball, and he did. And he he was very unapologetic about his, uh, about, you know, the foul, the no foul foul, and said, uh, you know, this is the NFL. This is man. This is a man's game. And sometimes you make the hit, you take the flag. You know, he he knew he fouled him, sure and he it just it just worked out that way. So, even though I, I'm the Saints fan, I totally disagree. I'm a little bit interested in watching this just because I'd never heard of of this kid before this game. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying I'm pulling for him. I, I don't. I'm not going either way, but I am. Um, 
I'd like to see him play ball, see what he does. There's a reason they call it the big game. It's all about food and fun, and we hope we've given you some good advice. Jennifer, before we say goodbye, uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, and I'm not just saying it because you're there, the Daily Memphian is part of my everyday reading when it comes to knowing what's going on, and you have some big things going on over there as well. I do. We've just, we've just started something. We started it, launched it this year. It's called Destination Delicious. And this is kind of, you know, for a couple of years I've been doing these uh, lunches that we do at, um, where we go out and we have a Friday lunch together. But we've expanded that now. And under the Destination Delicious brand, we're doing a spirits tasting once a month. We're doing a lunch once a month, still our Friday lunch. And we're doing a dinner that they're going to be in a different um each month we'll have a restaurant in a different – restaurant that you might not want to go into, that you might not know how to order from. That's why I'm saying you wouldn't want to go into it. So, like, you know, really authentic Chinese food or Vietnamese food or Ethiopian food, something that can we can open your horizons a little bit and say, here, come have dinner with us. We're going to have it here, and we're going to tell you about the food, and we're going to tell you how to eat it and, you know, the, the history of the food, too. So there'll be fun dinners. Uh, the first one will be the middle of February. Uh, we had, last month, we had a really, a little bit of a rowdy bourbon tasting. It was a lot of fun, a lot of bourbon, but had uh, a lot of people out at Sweetgrass for some bourbons last month in January. And now, on February 7th, we're going to do a sparkling wine tasting at um at Cafe Society, so you can and you can come join us for that. You just have to go to go to dailymemphian dot com. Just put my name in and look for my column, and it'll send you a link on how to to reserve for any of those things. It's a lot of fun. People should come out and do things. It's it's my little way of making what is already a fun town just a little bit more fun. You need to leave open the sixteenth and seventeenth of February. The sixteenth, Jimmy's. Uh, store is hosting a state cook-off association judge class and then they're actually going to have a state cooking event then the next day on the 17th there at his store well i do believe i have already committed to that am i mistaken i think i think i have so i will have to to make sure about that but i think that i said uh i don't mind judging some steaks (laughs) and and I, well, he hadn't asked me to judge a steak, so you, you're, you're uh, a leg up than I am. Well, I knew sorry, he, I knew he, he had he a did. basketball game. I knew he had a basketball game that Forrest had to go to. <laughs> I, I feel the flu coming on. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, red, yeah. the red meat flu. The red meat flu. No, the bourbon tasting sounded <laughs> like it was a fun time. That's something I can really get up for. And you were talking about all these different uh, Ethiopian and different places like that. Honestly, I'm kind of scared if I walk into an Indian restaurant what to order. Uh, that's, that's why we're doing this. Right, Jimmy. So come. Come join us. And I'm going to, not only will we tell, we'll have the menu already picked, and you'll get to taste a lot of different things, but you'll know how to go in yourself next time. If it, I mean, if it's something you, you feel uncomfortable doing because you don't know what to order, um, then you can go again. You know, a couple of years ago, I don't know, I mean, maybe longer than that, I had, um, I had a wreck. I had to get a rental car, and I was talking to the guy at the Enterprise or wherever I was, and he knew, he recognized my name, and he started talking to me about restaurants, and he he loved to go out to dinner. He said, you know, he loves it. He goes out to dinner all the time, but he goes to chain restaurants, and I said, why do you do that if you like food as much as, as you're telling me you do? And he said, because I'm intimidated by local restaurants. I don't know. I feel like the food, I may not know what to order. I'm not going to be familiar with it. It's something that... You know, I might feel like, um, you know, somebody doesn't think I know what I'm ordering, that kind of thing. And I said, oh, no, come on, these people are friendly. But since then, I've held on to that, on, 
you know, you have to be sure you're accessible, and I, and I think that our restaurants are. But you can get into a completely different um, sort of cuisine that people might not know about. And, you, you know, if you're going to eat Ethiopian food, you might not know you eat with your right hand and you eat, you know, with by taking the injera, which is the spongy bread, and scooping your food and putting it in your mouth. And it, So why not? Why not set up some dinner so that people can be introduced to, to new things? Memphis has such diverse dining. We are so lucky. So I think we, uh, I think you know, this is going to be something that people are going to enjoy doing, and I hope you come join us. You can read more from Jennifer Biggs at DailyMemphian.com. Coming up, championship barbecue cooker and restaurant proprietor Brad Orison from The Shed on the Mississippi Gulf Coast has his Super Bowl food recommendations. This is The Rub on 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. This is The Rub. Welcome back. I'm Jimmy Shotwell. And I'm Forrest Goodman. Subscribe to the show for free and have it downloaded to your phone or mobile device. You can do it at iTunes, Google Play, and on the iHeartRadio app. You know the shed from this restaurant in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and its big wins at Memphis and May Barbecue Fest. Brad Orson of the shed tells us his place is hopping this weekend with people preparing for the big game. Racks of ribs, baby back ribs. Uh, we'll sell probably a thousand racks on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Unfortunately, unfortunately our Saints aren't in there, um, but it's still going to be an, an epic day. Um, so, yeah, you would think it's chicken wings, but down here at the shed, it's baby back ribs by the rack. Will, there, will, you, will you have a big Super Bowl party there, or are people still upset over the way that, Ra- that uh, Saints-Rams game ended? A lot of people, the great thing about the coast is we have casinos, and they've opened up the sports betting inside the casino. So a lot of people are either at their house partying and just you know having their friends out, uh, or they're going to the casinos for the free beer and the free debauchery that <laughs> happens over there. So this place will be electric um, for the Super Bowl, even though our our local Saints missed out by a little bit. Sure. So let's focus on the food for Sunday, yeah. and because I know uh, a lot of people we've talked to, that's what the the focus is on, not so much the game. Uh, when you're at a Super Bowl party, you host one. Of course, you're around ribs and barbecue all the time. So what do you turn to at these parties? I'm sure you've got a favorite snack. Well, I love a good uh, cheese dip of some sort. You know, if you're, uh, we always do a big uh, blue crab and lump crab cheese dip, or kind of like a fondue to where people can. It's warm. People can, you know, go around get what they want. You might have bread or fruit or whatever you're dipping in. It might be that baby back rib we were talking about, and uh, and I love just straight up sausage sliced in half on the grill, get that nice charred flavor to it. Uh, that with a little bun and some cheese, we, we just call them meat and cheese. Meat and cheese, I mean, it sounds so basic, but it's a great thing about Super Bowl is it's a handheld, something that you can eat and still talk to everybody, watch the game. You don't have to worry about the forks and the knives. I, I, like I said, cheese dip, I love a good dip of some sort, uh, but lump crab meat? Dude, I mean, that, you're Gulf Coast living. You're down there for all that wonderful seafood. What what about crawfish? What about anything like that? Does folks do seafood bowls a lot for uh, uh, Super Bowl down there? We do. It's uh, it's crawfish season. Um, just now starting up. They're still pretty expensive, um, but there will be hundreds of thousands of pounds of crawfish being sold and 
shrimp, blue crabs, you name it. There's a lot of uh, fish fries that happen for the Super Bowl down here. It's just, uh, it's an epic time of year, and it's a great reason to have a party. Smaller foods to where you can try everything on the table. Meatballs come to mind. I've got a buddy that makes a uh, stuffed meatball uh, every year. And, you know, just pepper jack cheese. He uses uh, ground beef and a breakfast sausage. And then, of course, wraps it in bacon. You know, meatballs. I mean, heck, even the little tiny cocktail sausages with some straight-up shed barbecue sauce in there and a toothpick. I mean, can't go wrong with that. That sounds good right there. I I love those things. I mean, you cannot go for cocktail weenie, especially in, like you said, the shed barbecue sauce and just sitting there in a crock pot, walk by the toothpicks and just start poking away. And Mentioning the, the, uh, the shed barbecue sauce, uh, it's getting a little more elusive to find. No kidding. Uh, you know, we're, we're moving out of some of the grocery stores, so a place like Memphis Barbecue Supply will always be... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stocked and ready to uh, have all our goods in there. So if you don't see it in the local grocery store, just remember where you need to find it. Two shelves. I got two shelves of nothing That's but right. rub sauces and marinade. <laughs> That's Brad Orison from The Shed. Coming up, more with Brad. He recaps a crazy weekend he hosted with a huge SCA event. Why were we not there? I know. But this is The Rub on 600 WRC and 92.1 FM. This is The Rub. Thanks for listening. Alongside Forrest Goodman, I'm Jimmy Shotwell. If you keep up with the world of competition cooking, you know all about the explosive growth of the State Cook-Off Association. And when Brad Orson from The Shed says there was a big turnout for his event this past weekend, well, he really means it. Officially, uh, we had 115 teams, and we had The Shed Steak Showdown. Uh, We had... Food Network filming, and we had one of the most epic days when it comes to the weather. It was cold in the morning, but then it warmed up to like 60 degrees, and it was sunny all day Saturday. I gave a great opportunity for the teams uh, to cook two state categories, uh, the National Turkey Federation with a turkey category, and then with Prairie Fresh and... um, we did baby back ribs also, so some of those low and slowers got to get a little fast and fiery. Well, I do have to say this. The guy who won first place ribs, Porkosaurus, Darren McDonald, is from Memphis. So a uh, little Memphis love went down there and took away, took away a prize for the low and slow. But uh, hot yep. and fast, you just didn't do one steak cook-off. You, you did like two steak cook-offs in one day. Yes, that's why we called it the showdown. So the top two steaks that the first place in each state category had to go head-to-head in a showdown at the awards ceremony in front of everyone with common ingredients. Uh, we had a Rectech grill. We had a PK grill. Uh, B&B Charcoal was one of the sponsors. Um, so you stepped into the kitchen. You could only use what was available, 
and you got to um, you had to present it to the judges, which we had Mike McLeod from World Food Championship and Alton Paris from Chupacabra, um, Amy from Old World Spices. It was absolutely through the roof. It was exciting, and you can catch it on uh, the Shed's Instagram or the Shed's Facebook page. It's about a two-hour video. We gave out $16,500 in cash and another probably 20000 in door prizes, raffle tickets, six golden tickets to the World Food Championship, two qualifiers for the World State Championship with the SCA. It was it was amazing. I even wore a suit. I mean, it was real. <laughs> you were wearing not just a suit, but a white suit or Uh-oh. a white color suit. I'm sitting there going, please, no one bump into him some barbecue sauce. Please, no one do that. Well, that suit, definitely, you didn't look close enough. It's definitely got some barbecue sauce stains <laughs> on it. But, I mean, hey, that's, I mean, that's what you do, you know? You wear, you wear an almost white suit. Now, one thing I did love at this contest, and the, this was some of the first awards given out, was a kid's queue. You had like 25 or so kids down there cooking um, down there, and it was it looked like a great event. I did see someone in your family did place in that, if I'm not mistaken. We did, yeah. Little uh, Marin, my youngest little boy, he's uh, just, just barely three, and he, sure enough, he took ninth place in the kid's queue. Uh, against some of the best, and I, I still don't think he even realizes that he won. Um, <laughs> but you know, he got a fifteen dollar check, and he's just all his brothers are still pissed off because they had thought they were going to win. And comes to find out, it's always that person that's hiding in the back in for the win. Mm-hmm. So cooking is definitely in the Orson family blood. I mean, we knew that already, but it's been passed on to another generation. Keeps thing. on going, yeah. Keeps on going. So who was helping him? Someone had to be there helping him out. Daddy-O, was he the, the brains oh, yeah. behind that one? Yeah, Daddy-O helped all the boys. Or he was their chaperone. And, um, you know, you got to make sure that kids don't get burned. But they did all the trimming, the seasoning, the flipping, the putting it in the box. And, uh, and it was, it was epic. I mean, we had the steak princess out there. Um, those kids can cook. If you've never seen a live kids Q competition, you need to do yourself a favor and go check one of them out. I mean, it'll make you cry. And those kids are so stinking cute. <laughs> Even if they're not cute, they're cute when they're cooking. <laughs> you know, Brad, getting back to, you know, the, the steak cook-off association, Jimmy and I, you know, this show's now in its third season, and, and over the last couple of years, we have just sat back and we talked to people about this, and we've seen it grow in in people talking about it, in popularity, and cooks wanting to get involved in it because of the simplicity of it. And let's just admit, steak is fun. You you saw firsthand now at your place what it's like. Do you sit there amazed at you know the barbecue's big, ribs are big, but now look at what steak is doing. No, I'll tell you, I've had the same same observation and same feeling um you know a barbecue competition notoriously is hard you know it takes two or three days it takes the whole weekend takes overnight cook and you know you got to stay up all night or try to at least and try not to burn everything and 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 it's a lot of money isn't it it's a lot of money to do that yeah i mean you know a brisket i mean a good quality brisket costs a couple hundred dollars uh so with these state competitions, with the SCA, what they provided is an even playing field. Everybody who's ever grilled has probably cooked a steak, and everybody thinks they're the best at it. True. So it's something that you can 
load up the kids, load up the back of the truck, show up the morning of, sign up, go to the cook's meeting. All the meats are provided. Um, and boom, you got an hour to cook a steak. Uh, you know, it's, and those steaks are good. We had Snake River Farm, uh, inch and a quarter ribeyes that had so much marbly in them. Four, we laid out 400 steaks for this event. I it was epic. It was $20,000 worth of meat. I saw the picture of the steaks laid out there on the table. Was that not awesome? I and loved I, that and I'm one. I'm sitting here in Memphis going, son of a gun, I'm not there. I was, I was so kicking myself for not coming down there. Um, it made me drool when yeah, I saw that picture. It was so – and the, the, I'll tell you what, the, the Orson family, the shed folks, they know how to entertain. On Friday night, as the teams were loading in – they had a bonfire and a welcome party with this crawfish bowl, and it, it, I said there was like a, I looking at the video. Go, I know him, I know her, I know him. Those are all my friends and folks that I know. What ah, just kind of frustrated me. But the Orson family, they throw when they say they're going to have a get down a, a, a party of some sort and gathering. You guys know how to entertain, definitely. Well, that's what that's what we do. We're in that, you know, my well, a lot of people don't know, but my mom was a professional clown while we were growing up. So we look at our barbecue joint, the shed being our stage. And uh, this will be, you know, we're calling them the shed showdown. Uh, this was our first one. It was an overwhelming success. Uh, we're going to announce another one here really, really soon for sure in the summertime and uh, with Food Network down here filming, they absolutely loved the camaraderie, the friendship, the competition. Everybody's friends, but at the end of the day, they're still trying to kick everybody's ass, you know. <laughs> it's um, They loved it, so I got word actually yesterday morning. Um, they're looking for, more, looking for more content on this. So I think that the SCA and these shed showdowns are going to be the next big thing in competition barbecue well definitely i will try to make make it for the next one especially if it's the summer because that's the time when i start to slow down a little bit and i can maybe convince the wife hey let's go down to the beach again uh and go down there and uh, entertain and have fun and see you guys but uh kind of switching gears one last thing i want to sum up just wanted to pick your brain you're about four months out from memphis and may right now is that even on your radar? Are you thinking about that already? Or, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff coming up in the spring. What's what's kind of on your radar and your thoughts about Memphis May already? Hell, we're still trying to clean stuff up from last year. <laughs> um, now, this is, uh, you know, this is the time of year where we really start, start thinking about it. Um, you know, we are... Uh, moved over to we're going to be cooking uh with the prairie fresh farms this year um but guess what we'll still be we're cooking under the prairie fresh banner but that compart hog will still be at the shed booth it's one of the things that i worked into the contract so we're already lining up figuring out who's going to have the meats ready who's not going to have the meats ready and just an overall it's memphis in may if you're not thinking about getting ready right now um you're losing ground so, yeah, it's definitely definitely on our mind. It's on the radar. Um, might have some camera crews with us again this year, too. Oh, wow. you got a title to defend as well. So does that add any pressure? We're just trying to do the same exact thing as last year and two years before. <laughs> you know, we've taken first place hog three years, three out of five years. 
we're not changing anything. Um, this this will prove to be one of the most interesting Memphis MAs. Um, I was talking to the organizers a couple weeks ago. They've had more applications turned in this year than ever before. That's huge. That is definitely huge. That's that- huge. And I'm just hoping they give us a give us a good space. You know, they put those fences up a little tight. So, Memphis May, if y'all are hearing me, open up those fences a little bit. <laughs> I, I think you know what that also shows too, Brad, is just how, and it's part of the reason why Jimmy and I do this show, and how the 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 cable shows, one like you were talking about, and the ones years ago that Myron Mixon was involved in, and all those, it, it's it's really brought competition cooking up a few notches where first off there's a lot of people who think they can do it but but secondly is there's a lot of people who can there's more interest now maybe in competition cooking than ever and when you've got the granddaddy of them the world world series of barbecue right here people want to try to get there to see if they can get a win yeah and it's uh, you know just like we were talking about it's you never know who's going to win that thing you know they say oh well the shed always wins or chris lilly or whoever no you don't just get given a trophy at Memphis May, you got to earn it. And I've seen it to where you don't even recognize some of the finalists, um, you know, and they just cook the best hog or cook the best ribs or the best shoulder. Um, yeah, it's, it's the biggest playing field or maybe not the largest uh, when it comes to the teams because I know the Royal has a ton of teams. But when it comes to the most epic party in barbecue, Memphis May is the one that we look for. Well, we look forward to seeing you here in May down in Memphis in May, but we'll catch up with you before then. Uh, i got to pick your brain to see what exactly the Shed's planning on doing with the Hog. Because what also you don't understand is he not only won first place there, he also won first place in the uh, the Tour Champions. And uh, this year, like I told you last year, I'm coming for you. I came close. Yeah. I was fourth. I still think I was robbed, but I'm coming for you this year. <laughs> we won that. Uh, we won the chicken wing category, too. That's right. You had those French chicken, le- uh, chicken wings that look just yep. beautiful yeah we're really um this year you know we we're trying to be the first team in history to win every category so i've got to win exotic seafood and the sauce categories and we'll the shed will be the first team in history to win every category at May. and if it wasn't for you getting in my way in the sauce categories i might have been able to win jimmy would you like some of my sauce to turn in next yeah. time? <laughs> I have, we at least, look, we at least here at the Saucery, we at least want to make that. I mean, come on, man. And look, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Porcosaurus. Um, you know, we make their sauce at the Saucery. Um, and, you know, they scored, they won at Memphis May this year and then brought some Memphis love to the Shed Steak Showdown and uh, crushed it this weekend. I mean, you you folks have definitely in that family a barbecue in your blood. Not only do you do a restaurant, you do competition cooking. You've got the saucery where you make sauces for folks professionally packaged and everything ready to go. Um, what barbecue related do you not do? <laughs> um, let's see. So far, we haven't done beef ribs. Uh, we've been looking, man. Instagram is just blowing up with the beef ribs and everything. That's something we really haven't haven't gotten into but it's uh it's on our radar um we're also about to get our liquor license so we'll actually be able to have a margarita and a bloody mary at the shed um 
And we're opening for breakfast. So we're doing a biscuits and gravy breakfast oh. where we have seven different kinds of gravy, homemade biscuits that are huge and warm and fluffy and freaking amazing. And, um, and you can get any of the meats. So you could get a biscuit with brisket on it and turn around and put a chicken gravy or a tomato gravy or a traditional sausage gravy. We have a beef gravy. Um, the in, it's endless possibilities. Uh, we have a bacon gravy um, that has bacon burn ends on top of the biscuits. Um, so breakfast, liquor license, maybe some beef ribs, and uh, just going to try to make some, still continue, try to make some money in one of the hardest things to make money at. That's running a restaurant. That's running a restaurant where your margins are tight and uh, somebody somebody who's working for you can ruin your reputation in a heartbeat. Uh, it's, it's a tough, tough industry. It's a tough industry. Um, Brad, thank you for joining us. One suggestion on the restaurant for the breakfast smoking a fatty the bacon wrap sausage uh that you smoke in the smoking you slice up man if you do a biscuit with that on it that's good oh now that's hey duly noted hold on i gotta write that down <laughs> <laughs> take a little barbecue rub throw it you know how to do a fatty you've done oh, it yeah. times before a, a totally breakfast sausage wrapped in a lattice work of bacon throw some barbecue rub on it smoke it for two three hours glaze up some sauce Pull it off, just slice it real quick. Put it on a biscuit and then cover that biscuit in gravy. You and, and sold, sold, sold. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, that might that that's going to be our grand opening, uh, <laughs> grand opening fatty right there. Oh man, you can you can name that dish the Jimmy. How about that? The Jimmy. All right, you got it. You can find out more theshedbarbecue.com. Coming up, our question of the week plus recipes. So for the big game. This is The Rub on 600 WRC and 92.1 FM. This is The Rub. We're now in our third season. Make sure you like us on Facebook, The Rub Podcast. And follow us on Twitter, at The Rub Podcast. I'm Jimmy Shopper. And I'm Forrest Goodman. And Twitter, Jimmy, is where we get our question of the week. Billy writes in and asks, I want to try my hand at the steak cook-off cooking. Is there one happening around here soon? Huh. A matter of fact, <laughs> yes, Billy, there is. There is. There's one happening February the 17th at Memphis Barbecue Supply. We're going to have a steak cook-off in our parking lot. Now, there's a couple of things. If you're coming to that your first time, uh, I'll probably give you a suggestion. Watch YouTube videos. There's tons of videos out there. Take a class. We get a class on February the 9th on how to do a steak cook-off. And then on February the 16th, we've got a judge's class. So you can learn behind the scenes what to do, what, what the judges are looking for for a steak cook-off. But on Sunday, February the 17th, we've got a steak cook-off in our parking lot. $150. We're going to give you two steaks to cook. Mm-hmm. And the ancillary for it, you're going to like the ancillary. What are the category. ancillaries? Yeah. Ancillary category, barbecue bologna. Oh, yeah. And, and that's something that you can win an additional $100. It's a total of about $3,000 in prize money we're going to give out that Sunday. So if you want to try your hand at it, dude, you, you need a tent, a table, a chair, a grill that you're comfortable moving around, uh, a, a cooler with your for your water. Yeah, for your water. You just need a cooler for your water. Water, keep, huh? Yeah, exactly. Water? Okay. Yeah, um, but that's all you need to bring. You don't need to bring this massive smoker. You don't need a $30,000 rig. You can fit all this in the backseat of your 
car, not your truck. Back right. your car if right. you wanted to. Right, right, yeah. Man, I tell you, barbecue bologna is one of my favorite things. I, I used to, when we used to camp a lot, buy rag bologna uh-huh. and, uh, oh, mercy, now, and smoke it. Mm. Sliced, like in slices, or do you like it cubed up with a yeah. nice bark on the outside? What's your favorite kind? Um, bologna. <laughs> However you want to, however you want to serve it is fine. You can send in your question to us at the Rub Podcast on Twitter. Jimmy, it's uh, all about football this weekend, so I don't know if there's much going on. You just kind of gave us a preview of some big things coming up at your store, though. Anything else we need to know about? Not really. I mean, the, the next biggest thing coming up is the KCBS World Invitational that's going to be happening over in Little Rock, Arkansas here soon. Yeah, we talked to Randall Bowman about that last week. So that's coming up here soon, but it was an invite only, so you just can't show up and do their steak contest and their barbecue contest. You can go over and see what's going on. It's kind of geared more to the cookers than just for the general public. You've got that coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas. You've got our steak cook-off uh, here locally at the store, but really it doesn't start kicking off to that second week in March. Uh, Marion, Arkansas, right across the river, they've got the first uh, contest, barbecue contest, in the area kicking off. And then once that hits, March, April, all the way through May, you're looking at every single weekend, and in some cases, two to three contests per weekend. Yeah. It's going to be rolling hot and heavy. This portion of the show, we're going to be like sitting here talking for 15 minutes. That's good. Hey, I, I love on. that, and, and I think people like it, too, because you got a lot that just want to go, take yeah. in the smells, take in the food, uh, and a lot of the fun stuff that goes there. So definitely, we do this every week on the show, so folks will know, because it's not just Memphis in May. It's not just yeah. some of the local things. There are places, things going on all over the region that is an easy drive to some of these are standalone barbecue events but a lot of these barbecue and steak cook-offs and, and these other cooking events are part of another festival or something right. like that like uh down down in uh, mississippi some of the blues festivals has yeah. a tamale cooking contest some of them have car shows car going shows. along with it yeah so carnivals it, it always i've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old i've got to keep them entertained but at the same time, I want to inter- be entertained. So taking to an event like that and seeing a car show, a barbecue contest, a blues, whatever, it's a great outing for the family. And as we wrap up, our recipe of the week becomes our recipes of the week. We Let's see, Jennifer talked about what she likes yep. serving early in the show. Brad from the shed. So, Jimmy, I thought you and I would both add our favorites. I'll get us started. You know, I, I, I've, I've brought up several times on the show, keep it simple. Yeah. You know, because you don't have to go overboard for everyone to eat and enjoy. That's my mantra in life. Kiss. Keep it simple. Yep. And and so I'm keeping it simple. I love chili cream cheese dip. Ooh. And now I don't do... There are recipes out there on the internet you can find where they mix it in Mm -hmm. and they try to make it creamy. No, this is you take a layer of cream cheese, you let it soften up. You take a layer of cream cheese and then you just take a 12-inch pan. Or if you've got a larger crowd, get a Mm -hmm. larger pan. And then let it soften, and then you spread it out in the bottom of that pan. Then take your chili. Now, I prefer homemade chili. I make a beanless homemade chili a lot of times, a lot of meat in it. And, I, and you know, if I have some if I have some steak, I may cut that up and put it in Ooh. there with the hamburger. I put sausage in there with the hamburger. Uh, but you can use bean in chili. You can even cheat if you want to and get the chili in the can mm. at the grocery store, nah. but that's that's cheating, that's folks. Cheating. Make, it, make it fresh. You then pour it over the cream cheese in the pan and just put it in the oven oh maybe five to ten minutes at about 350 you want that cream cheese to soften up and let that chili kind of soak in it a little bit then when you pull it out i sprinkle cheese on the top of it and you go to town eat it when it's warm it's really good now as it cools off the cream cheese is going to you know 
firm up. Yeah. So you want to eat it while it's hot. So it's something that if, if you eat during the pregame show, you do then. If you like eating at halftime, you stick it in the oven right before then. But it is really good. You know, years ago when someone introduced this dish to me, I thought, chili and cream cheese? Really? Now, I've been in is, love ever since. Scooping and getting get in that with, with chips, you've got to use those big Frito scoops, or are we talking like uh, just regular nacho chips on in there? I use Frito scoops, but oh, yeah. I'm cheating doing that. Uh, you can use the scoops in the uh, Tostitos. Okay. If you want, those seem to be a little harder. You can find a heartier chip. Don't use the thins because yeah, you're right. No, no, you're right. You don't want to use a thin chip in yeah. there. You want a hearty chip. I don't want to come behind you and have your leftover chips in my dip. Hey, I do not double dip. I go in there once oh, and I please get, don't do that. I get as much as I can if and if it breaks off then i come back behind it i I clean up my mess it's a simple thing (laughs) folks give it a try let us know how you like it jimmy what do you recommend hot wings i love chicken wings and this is the time this is the time that you can go ahead and you can smoke some you can grill some you can fry some up you can of course go out and buy some but i like to make my own Uh, my favorite thing though is i like to smoke some wings get them ready prior to the game so put them on the smoker low and slow 225 about an hour and a half, almost two hours, with a basic salt, pepper, garlic rub on the outside of it. Pull them off, and I'll hold them. And then right before everybody shows up, I'll flash fry them. When I say flash fry them, I am dipping them in a hot 400-degree oil, 350, somewhere in that range, and just popping them in there, crisping up the outside How of it. How long does it take when you pop them in there? Two to four minutes yeah, max. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not cooking them. They're already cooked. I'm just crunching them up on the outside. Uh, and then after I do that, I can toss them in some barbecue rub. I can toss them in some sauce. If you want to go traditionalist and throw some hot wing sauce on there, some Frank's Red Hot or something like that, you can toss it in that. For me, though, once I pull it out, I'm hitting it with a bare-bone basic barbecue rub. Not too sweet, not too spicy, just right there in the middle. And I'm throwing it on a platter just as kickoff is about to happen so people can go in there grab some hot wings they'll sit on the plate for that first like minute or two as the kickoff goes and all that fun stuff happens and by the time the second drive is ready to go they're chowing down the wings and they're still warm still crunchy and good to go see i do most of my eating during the pregame show ah and 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 then enjoy the first half and then i go back and graze during halftime Usually pregame, I'm, I'm I'm usually doing stuff in the kitchen or I'm hiding outside by the grill, making sure everything's good. So I usually don't come in for the pregame. Usually, national anthem when the national anthem kicks yeah. off, that's when I'm front of the TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're getting ready to ramp things up. Uh, you got to pick Rams or Pats. Oh, uh, I, 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 do I have to choose one or the other? I'm not asking you who you're pulling for. <laughs> who do you think's going to win? Uh, I hate to say it, I think the Pats are going to win. I hope so because Gotti from Memphis. We had Memphis connection there. I hope he wins. I have no dog in this fight. I, I dislike the the Rams because what they did to St. Louis, um, and, and I still held a little bit of a grudge there. So I hate to say it. I'm going to go with the Pats. Okay. Yeah, I'll take New England as well because of the Gotti connection to yeah. Memphis. Of course, he was a kicker here uh, some years ago and uh, still very well liked in Tiger fan circles. And I'd like to see him get another ring. And mm-hmm. again, you can be a Brady hater. I understand that. But I do think it is, it's, it's fun to watch this old man. 41 in football is old. This old man get out there and still have a lot of gas in the tank. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great game, I think. Now, you've got this young coach and this young team from L.A. that's bringing it up and coming. I'm just – 
I see this brick wall of Belichick and Brady right there. That they're just going to hit that brick wall, and the young guys are not know how to adjust to do what they need to do. Um, look at me I'm talking barbecue now. I'm like breaking down. Yeah, stuff. listen to him. You could you could be a sports talk guy now. Hey, I wonder if there's any sports station here in town that needs a host for a day or two. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Stick to my day job. That's going to do it for us. Don't forget download the show for free on iTunes, Google Play, and the iHeartRadio app. We're back next week. For Jimmy Shotwell, I'm Forrest Goodman. Get out there and grill, cook, or smoke something good this weekend. So long, everybody. You can listen to The Rub on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, and Google Play. You can also hear it Saturday afternoons at 3 on 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Like The Rub on Facebook. Just search The Rub Podcast. You can also follow the show on Twitter. Just search at The Rub Podcast. The Rub is a production of Memphis Barbecue Supply, Good Media, and 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.